Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Sarah Diener, and this is AOPA's Pilot Briefing for the week of March 20th, 2023, bringing you the top five things you need to know in general aviation news this week. This is AOPA's Pilot Briefing, your general aviation news update, brought to you by the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Last week, we told you about a fatal mid-air collision in Winter Haven, Florida, between a Piper Warrior and a Piper J3 Cub on floats. The crash killed all four occupants of the airplanes. A new early analysis video from the AOPA Air Safety Institute takes a look at the factors that might have played a role in the accident. For example, the J3 Cub had no radio or ADSB, nor was it required to have any in these conditions. But the occupants of the Cub would not have had the additional situational awareness of traffic in the pattern from either of these tools. View the video on AOPA.org. AOPA President Mark Baker told a congressional panel March 9th that the upcoming FAA reauthorization bill could set the course for securing the future of general aviation. Speaking to the House Transportation and Infrastructure Aviation Subcommittee, Baker addressed several issues, including the FAA's designated pilot examiner shortage, the urgent need for GA hangars construction, and a smart and safe transition to unleaded avgas no later than 2030. The most pressing point, he said, is the need for a requirement that public-use airports provide transient ramp space to pilots when they do not need or request the services of an FBO. Baker said it's a national problem and that all airports should be required to treat all users the same when it comes to public access. You've probably heard lots of times about pilots completing coast-to-coast flights. But have you heard of the pilot in a wheelchair who flew coast-to-coast in an airplane equipped with hand controls? That's what Ash Ahuja did. He's a sport pilot who learned to fly in a Sky Arrow, which is a tandem light sport aircraft. But the Sky Arrow is not big enough to hold Ahuja's wheelchair. He needed something with a bigger baggage compartment, and he found it in a Brazilian-built Paradise P1 LSA. Ahuja picked up his new airplane in DeLand, Florida, and flew it back home to California in three days. He said it was an amazing trip. After a series of snowstorms trapped California residents in the San Bernardino Mountains for weeks, cut off from food and medical supplies, local helicopter pilots brought relief. Volunteer pilots joined the California Disaster Airlift Response Team, better known as CalDART, to deliver needed supplies to the mountain towns. More than 500 volunteers gathered more than 21,000 pounds of food, necessities, and bottled water, and pilots flew the supplies up to the mountains in nine helicopters. The pilots landed by special permission on the hospital helipad and at a nearby parking lot in a relief effort one local pilot called unprecedented. 
may know Beta Technologies as one of the companies racing to certify an electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. But now, the Vermont-based company has announced plans for a fixed-wing version of its Alia 250. Beta says its CX-300 has flown more than 22,000 miles worth of test flights over the past two years, including a 386-mile nonstop flight from Jamestown to Plattsburgh, New York. Beta plans to certify the CX-300 in conjunction with its Alia 250E VTOL that the company says is also moving through the FAA certification process. The Alia 250 and CX-300 will share the same airframe, batteries, motors, and electrical systems. To get the full story of everything you heard here today, visit AOPA.org. And don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you have an Amazon Alexa device, you can now listen to this podcast by saying, Alexa, play Pilot Briefing Aviation Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Sarah Diener. Fly safe, fly often, and tune in next week.